So, welcome back to the Walls Can Talk podcast. <laughs> uh, this week I'm joined by Itaewon. Hello. And Agua. Hey. Um, <laughs> yeah, we don't want it to be a too formal interview, but do you guys want to introduce yourselves a little bit and tell, tell the listeners who you are? Uh, After you. Yeah. Uh, I'm Albert. I paint Agua, do sort of characters and stuff. Uh, and I run a sort of a studio called Bean Studio. That's about it. And Ito. No, I'm, I'm Ito One. I'm a I'm a painter, predominantly abstract artist, based in London. Uh, work out in the same studio as Albert yeah. Tottenham. Nice. Um, and so, obviously, people don't know this, but you guys are pretty close to each other, right? You've known each other for a long time. Yeah, we went to school together, yeah. grew up together in St Albans in Hertfordshire. Yeah, big up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how, old, how old were you when you guys met? Uh, how old were we? Probably 11. 11? Yeah, like yeah. year 7. Year 7, you're, you're 11 when you go into year 7. Are you? Yeah. Yeah, well then we were 11. Yeah, because you, you moved away when we were about we 13. Yeah. Went to Korea. Went to South Korea. Yeah. <laughs> Lived there for six years, but maintained friendships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and both, it kind of weird. Both kind of got into painting separately. Yeah. We weren't into paint. We were more into Do uh, pissing about, really, yeah. when we were mates. And originally, <clears throat> it's in Albans. It was just, yeah. Um, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. I guess uh, South Korea on the face of it does sound a bit more exotic than yeah, yeah. St Albans. Yeah. So how come you're in South Korea? Um, so my dad, my dad was was working out there for a year and we were living in, me and my mum and my brothers were living in uh, St Albans still. And then he came back one day to visit, kind of like a couple of weeks and told us that we were moving out there in three weeks. And that's kind of, that's kind of how it happened. He worked for Tesco in Korea. They have a uh, company that they've partnered with Samsung, and he was out there uh, sourcing food, fish, and meat and stuff. And uh, so I ended up going out there and doing six years of American education in a foreign school in Seoul. What was that like? It's all right. Uh, like loads of skating and painting and all that kind of stuff, like whatever we were doing over here, but just in Asia, which mm-hmm. seems like. I wouldn't say it was way more interesting, but it was definitely kind of more of a learning experience, mm. like dealing with different cultures and adapting and then learning. Do you yeah. think that kind of crafted um, or affected how you paint? Because like, you guys have really different styles. Jake was way better. Like I remember Jake coming back from, uh, like, because you used to visit relatively regularly. Yeah, I come back like, every summer. Yeah, like at least once or twice a year sort of thing. Mm. Uh, I remember your sketchbooks being fucking lit <laughs> like, and being like, what the fuck am I doing yeah. in school? Like, this is bullshit. Yeah, I was quite fortunate. Um, I kind of fell into a like crazy group of friends there and we were all doing art, but not just kind of like pissing about in art class, but actually like kind of, it was a real like hobby and passion for us from like the age of about 13 and 14 or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were, you know, painting a lot on the street and then painting a lot like at home rather than kind of I don't know playing Xbox or stuff we'd like knock out like five or six canvases together you know and that was that was fun and it just came from that and we all kind of had 
like similar styles but a little bit different I and mean, we were just bounced to each other and it was like the like a really organic kind of growth it's quite beautiful actually like haven't had that with you know like a group of people since you know that kind of like passion and energy and stuff for just like mm -hmm. pure creating stuff you know i guess we weren't so busy back then that was all we had to do but like yeah, mm -hmm. a special kind of bond that we, we got through art, it's pretty cool. Pure camaraderie. Yeah. Where we, so you were in Seoul, right? Yeah, I was in Seoul. I lived in Itaewon, hence my name. Uh, okay. That's where I got my name from. Hey. Um, which is like the foreign, it's like the foreign quarters, I guess. There's a big, there was, it's just, I think it's just, maybe it's just shut down or it's in the process of shutting down, but there's a big American military base out there. And, uh, Therefore, there's loads of kind of like foreign commodities shops and things like that, and that's where we lived. Nice. And that area was pretty central. Yeah. What was the um, street art scene like? Pretty non-existent. There's like a lot of tag, like a little bit of tagging and stuff, but no. Nobody was really piecing or anything. There was like a few people were like pretty up. Um, Dims, Nana, and like a few other people who were like, you know, like. I don't know, it was on every single corner, you know, it was like, they were like the main two that I remember from. Um, yeah, but as far as street art goes, there was like a few areas where there'd be like a, like the odd painting or two, but not nothing like here or Berlin or, you know, and you go to these cities and they're just battered. It was nothing like mm. that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I guess to move to somewhere a bit less exotic, what was... Say it all. It's non-existent. Yes. Uh, I think. I think. So, so our group of mates are sick from back home. We had a well good group, but it wasn't very creatively focused. I don't think it was more to, like getting bang on it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, lots of drugs. just just lots <laughs> yeah. of drugs. Like that was yeah. that was kind of the, the only thing to do. Yeah. Uh, in terms of painting, there, there is zero scene in St Albans. There's no. Well, I don't know anymore, really, yeah. but still, yeah. there's nothing, like, even tagging is just not, it's, yeah, not that prolific yeah. at all. Um, but yeah, I think I, I just drew in, like, uh, exercise books and shit. That, that was, like, how I got into drawing. That's like, you know, when it's, like, getting to, like, 16, you get, like, existential questions, what am I doing with my life? You know, like, I tried to think of the thing I enjoyed most, and it was, like, the in-between just time doodling, you know, and mm -hmm. drawing random shit. <laughs> yeah. And then just got more and more into it. Um, yeah, I didn't start painting with spray paint and stuff till I was like 19, did it like my first time. Obviously I pissed about like, you know, writing breeze on the wall with like paint you found in your dad's garage or whatever, but like not doing it like uh, sort of consciously till I was like, a little bit older, maybe like 21 or so. Yeah, man. Uh, properly. I remember your first pieces. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Back yeah, yeah. NASA, my first, my first piece. NASA. Wicked. Yeah, I painted over it like three times in one day. <laughs> <laughs> I just kept doing these like terrible letters. It was sick though. It's a fucking amazing media. You know, it's really fun to play with. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, so Northern seems pretty dead. <laughs> yeah. there, there, there's, there's not that much. There is a, there's bits of it now though. Have you seen them? There's a couple of pieces in St Albans. They have 
No, I haven't been grass? back there in a little while, to be honest. So at least I'm just going like to run, run back to my mum's or whatever. I don't yeah, really, yeah, yeah. My mum and dad don't really kind of stop. Yeah, <laughs> stop yeah, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And where a grasshopper used mm. to be, that, that will wear. Can imagine it? Can imagine it? It's a bit weird though. Yeah, I can imagine no, it. They're not having it soon. Yeah, yeah. With like the expansion of London and kind of like. Yeah, The acceptability of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People being generally more interested in painting on the sides of sides of things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, so you guys, skipping forward a little bit, you yeah. guys have a studio together now. Yeah. Right. So you're, how would you describe this? A professional artist, freelancers? Mm, yeah. yeah. What's yeah. the situation? Uh, me, I, I spend most of my day kind of painting like canvases and drawing and things like that kind of like doing all the fun stuff and then like occasionally do bits of agency work and that kind of pays the bills and then occasionally i sell a piece and you know like i don't know i'm kind of in the middle of you know being or in between being like relatively successful with my art and then kind of like you know coming out of the phase of like not selling anything and not you know i'm, I'm trying to figure out the whole like gallery scene and like mm. becoming an artist that like predominantly just sells my paintings for a living that's like kind of what i want to do so nice man what was yeah. your last show you had the basement space yeah i had the right? show at basement space in dalston in it was november end of november december uh called broken perspective i just showed 10 pieces and a load of other smaller pieces uh that i got, got together in 2018 which is kind of like towards the end of 2018 how did that go? Yeah. yeah, it was good. It was good, like good turnout, loads of like positive feedback and stuff. And yeah, I don't good. know, just kind of getting that body of work out of my system was probably the most like, or the, like the best thing about it for me. It's like I wanted to have a show for like, you know, since I can remember pretty much or since I, I knew that I wanted to do art, I, I, I wanted to have a show and kind of like show people my work. And you do, do that on Instagram to an extent, but to get a load of people mm. in a room to like talk to people about it and stuff and see what they have to say mm. to is, you know. I think it was the the, the, the focus that it gave you as well. It's yeah. useful, yeah, you know, being like, I'm gonna make a, a show, you yeah. know, as opposed to I'm gonna do a painting. Yeah. It's a little bit of a different mindset. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. no, that was the most productive I've been <laughs> by, <laughs> by yeah. far. And yeah, I'm still yeah, kind yeah. of, I'm, I'm still on that wave now, you know, I'm still like, still really busy and kind of like feeding off that energy so it was, yeah it was really good for me yeah nice and how did you guys get your spot in tottenham Albert uh, <laughs> yeah 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 um yeah well we we were in some other spot that was uh interesting because yeah i moved there and then you came a little bit after and then yeah it was an interesting experience it was in like some old church uh and it was we, I don't know, we're treading on people's toes a lot and stuff. Um, and yeah, a couple of things happened and then we were like, we should leave. Yeah. And then literally two days later, I found this place, which is fucking wicked. Yeah. It's uh, a massive improvement. It's so much mm. more jamming. <laughs> and then, then 
the previous place. Yeah. It's very much ours. Yeah, we've like, got like an office. And yeah. We've got like a big studio, an open space in the middle, and it just kind of yeah, feels yeah, like yeah. work. We go yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, you know, there's no kind of like storage room. Yeah. That's hard. That's yeah, legit. That's, that's, <laughs> you know, so much of a difference. Have you found yourselves more disciplined now? Like, you've got a yeah. dedicated space. Do you, do you treat it like that? Because if no one's your yeah. boss, You've got to be pretty on it with setting your own hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I I generally pretty strict, so I try to get there at like nine thirty and leave at six. Sometimes I stay later though, but gen I feel like if I don't want to do it, there's no point in doing it then mm. as well. Um, you know, like if if on a Monday morning I want to lie in a bit, oh, you know, I'll lie in a bit. I think that you'll be more productive. You know, like I've definitely had little lie downs in the middle of the day on the studio mm-hmm. floor and just be like, I'm fuck it, I'm having a 30 minute nap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just sprawled, you know. Is yeah, that a it's, it um, never really seems like work though when we're there, you know. It's like we yeah, seem to really enjoy what we do. And so yeah. even if it's like long days or whatever, we're just in there listening to Joe Rogan podcasts and yeah. or like, you know, getting some work done together and it's, yeah, it's never really work. Yeah, it's it's a it's a much better space. They like in in the old space we were like our studios were separate, um. So we had like our own spaces, and my my space was tiny. It was like eighty square foot, um. And you weren't allowed to listen to music and shit like that. Yeah, so it's yeah, it's much much uh, nice. Well, I can take phone calls either, which um, <laughs> that's a real problem. Um, so it's much nicer space be in a space that feels a little bit more like comfortable and uh home it's, it feels more ours i think you know yeah definitely. It's, it's much more chilling yeah yeah it's yeah. good yeah i wanted to talk to you guys a bit about um just working as a i guess an independent artist or freelance artist yeah how much would you say if there was like a ratio how much of your time is spent doing stuff that's like a commercial project and is very much to fill a brief and then how much is time spent doing stuff that's like for, you know like yeah, what yeah, you yeah, really yeah. want to be doing i'd say like probably like at the moment i do way more commercial work than personal work uh which isn't like eight, i was at 80 20 but i think i in a way i kind of prefer for the commercial work at the moment, I think I'm at a point in my artistic development where it's uh, it's um, it's it's quite useful to try and do what someone else wants you to do, as opposed to what I want to do, and it kind of gets you out of that comfort zone a bit. Um, yeah, which I think is good, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like there's a certain. I mean, just for me personally, making films and. Uh have been mostly since leaving uni doing like commercial photography and that kind of stuff. Yeah. There's there's a sort of value in learning how to fulfill a brief. Yeah. Working 100%. to other people's specifications. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Which in a way can allow you to be less precious because you're like, well, yeah, maybe yeah, this yeah, is yeah. a little bit whack, mm. but it is what the client wants. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. Um, yeah. Christmas animation. Yeah, the Christmas animation was pretty jokes. <laughs> it was actually, yeah, as yeah. a task, it was quite good. Um, uh, just to explain some context, I made like a South Park-esque, happy, clappy, awful Christmas animation for a, a corporate um, corporate Christmas card. 
And now it's never something I would have ever wanted to make for myself, but the, the process of making it and getting that job done was quite valuable for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can say I've definitely learned a lot from Albert as far as like, <laughs> to, I'm, like I'm like the complete opposite, right? I really detest working yeah. with clients and yeah. like, I only like to do my own stuff, um, which is yeah. not a good outlook to have and, you know, like have done, I think since own... then done a lot more kind of client-based work and like learned to really, I was never good. I, I didn't finish uni for that exact reason that I could not do mm. briefs and stuff. Yeah, I, I liked uni for that reason. I failed and dropped out and stuff. And it was, it was part of it was because like my work was a bit wild, I think for the course I was doing, I was doing illustration, mm. wanted, like very like normal illustrative stuff. Yeah, and I was doing very abstract, weird shit. And it yeah, didn't yeah, work yeah. editorials and I couldn't explain it because yeah, yeah. I was just doing it because I liked the look of it, uh, not necessarily yeah. because it had any context. and. I think, yeah, I struggle a little bit with it with clients now, but definitely have got better. I've done a like yeah. a piece recently for a bar in um, where is it? It's like overlooking Westminster, and yeah, it, it was it was like that's difficult. Sick. Yeah, yeah, it was nice. Oh, it was it was difficult going back and forth with the client because a lot of the time they don't know what the fuck they want. You know, mm. like, at one point asked me to like do the drawing and landscape but the wall was portrait yeah, things like yeah, that yeah, where like yeah, you yeah, have yeah, to explain yeah. to them this is not possible and that kind of yeah that kind of turns me away from doing a lot of this stuff obviously like financially you need to do that yeah, yeah, make yeah. any money so it's valuable yeah I, I kind of think there's something in uh doing personal work where I've, it's almost more difficult in in a way it's like it's um i don't know like the satisfaction you can get like, if, if I am the only critic of my work, I feel like I'm much harsher than, like, an external person would be. So by doing commercial work, I kind of, like, like finishing something and fulfilling the need. Mm. But, and I'm, I, I feel like I, I develop more in terms of, like, I have to learn different skills. Um, and doing your own work can be difficult, I think. And, like, I tend to design things and then not paint them for ages. And mm. then I have old designs that I'm like, I don't actually want to paint this. You know, uh, I find with personal work, it's better to get on a roll with that stuff. Though it's mm. really hard starting from nothing to like come up with projects or like mm. you know like yeah, just out of the blue. Like oh, I'm gonna paint like this series or whatever. You know, it yeah. usually comes from like six months of background work, and it kind of it's a, like a it's a kind of what do you call that when everything gathers. You know, it's like yeah. everything's amounting to this yeah, like yeah, series yeah, yeah, you do, yeah. and like yeah, Tidal it's part of the process. You can't. Yeah, I'm just yeah, like come yeah. up with like crazy pieces just off on the spot. Or at least yeah, I find yeah. like you know I'm still off the back of my show where I was doing all of that work, and then mm. this next series is a response to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you feel like you've still got that kind of momentum of yeah. making work? Yeah, hundred percent. Like every day, I like wake up and I really want to just go paint because it's the next step. You know, it's like the next bit of the story. It's the next kind of like every single piece I've done has been a development and I've seen that in my process and in the outcome too, when it's like really kind of addicting yeah, yeah. to get that really satisfying outcome. And yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. still the energy off that show. 100%. Um, if you had to describe, uh, cause obviously people can't see, I mean, they can Google it, like yeah, Google it one. 
Yeah. Um, but Don't if you had to describe Google, your work, Google Itaewon Artist London, because <laughs> if you Google Itaewon, <laughs> you'll just get Itaewon High yeah. Street, yeah, which is cool. But yeah, and you're never gonna beat the SEO on that. No, 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 it, was, it, was, it wasn't it was a good, good, <laughs> good name choice. <laughs> well, it's like the band the internet. There yeah. was a point where they were the first result on Google, so they got bigger than the internet in terms of SEO. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. So if you Google the internet, like they show up first. That's how they knew they made it. Yeah. Which is like, <laughs> winning Grammys. Um, but yeah, so I, um, I was just going to say, like, if you had to describe your work, because um, I guess abstraction is quite a big thing. Yeah. Maybe, right. So I don't really know, like, much about kind of, like, uh, genres in arts, to be honest. I'm not, like, an art buff. I don't, like, I have not very well read in it. I'm mm-hmm. just kind of, like, I know what I know and I, you know, see what I see. But, like... I guess I would kind of put myself in like kind of a modern abstraction, like very influenced by kind of street art and graffiti, like uh, application as well. The way that I paint is a very kind of like graffiti based structure. It's not like super fine art, like throw a load of paint or something. It's very, it's very clean and it's energetic and like controlled and explosive, you know? Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, not really sh- I'm not really sure what what genre I'd drop in. I'd like to think that I kind of bridge a little gap between kind of more fine art stuff and then more kind of scrappy street think, art stuff, you know. And it's, I think it's like kind of uh, art, the, the slightly modern movement of painting at the minute, are quite a big theme in artists is just making things look nice, you know, yeah. just, just doing an aesthetic painting, you know, like yeah. it, it looking nice should be paramount, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think, I think there's lots of influences for that growing up that like, mm. um, has, has pushed it that way. Whereas I feel like sort of white wall, uh, gallery thinking where it's like a conceptual piece where, you know, yeah. you have to uh, read a small plaque next to it to interpret it in any way. And it's just like a pile of bricks on the floor or whatever. Mm. Um, I think people, I think also expressing a level of technical skill as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think my process is definitely way more of my concepts. Yeah. In yeah, that yeah, sense. yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's I fucking what, love a bit of process. Yeah, yeah, I think that's I'm what... I'm crazy into process. Yeah, I think that's what defines my work, is like yeah, the process yeah. I undertake to, to create it. Yeah. Not yeah, so much, yeah. there's no concept there, it's just like, I create, like I think of them as landscapes. So I guess I'm exploring a new landscape every time mm-hmm. I paint something and that that's kind of slightly the concept, but not really, yeah, you know, like yeah. I'm not still not really sure why I paint what I paint. Yeah. I just like, I really fucking enjoy painting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you know, I'm learning, it's a learning process. Yeah, yeah. So I feel, I feel like, uh, like it's interesting, I feel exactly the same way in terms of like, I don't really know why I'm doing what I'm doing. But I, I'm enjoying doing it. I'm carrying on doing it. I don't know what the final outcome is, but I feel like I'm quite focused on narrative in my personal work. I can't, I, you know, concept, conveying a sense of uh, like I eat, like I use. I feel like my works. I've been doing some weird things recently in the studio, like drawing loads of flowers and loads of doing portraits for the last two days, which was pretty fun. Uh, but I always used to do characters, even if they're really, really abstract. They were still like characters in a space, you know. Um, I feel like I'm getting better at portraying that narrative, but it's the same thing, you know, it's the, it's the pursuit of it. And I, I feel like in terms of, I love 
like we were saying about like uh, process and shit. Yeah. You know, I'm, I fucking love a bit of process. Yeah, like yeah. Properly planning something and executing it in a way where it's just like flawless. You know, like it's mm. just like if someone looks at it, they can't tell how it's done. Kind of thing. It's just yeah, crisp. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just like yeah, um, kind of like Gary. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Thing, exactly. It's just like completely flawless. And yeah, like yeah. 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 Concrete yeah. wall, and it's like yeah. Yeah. Knowing. Yeah. How to use spray paint? I just don't yeah, really understand yeah, yeah, yeah. how he, he does it without tape and everything. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, he shows. Like, he does um, it insane. Yeah, he does it freehand, which is the most fucked yeah. up thing. It's like he shows stolen space on that that prefing Gary show yeah, yeah. Uh, on that rusty metal. Yeah, it's just like no, it's not. Fuck, that's some crisp shit. Yeah, it's really, you can like, see that it's done without tape. Tape loops like a little ridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Freehand. Yeah. Well, that's, that's... He's a nice guy as well. Shout yeah. out to Gary. <laughs> <laughs> when um, uh, The Real Deal and Obit did their podcast, they yeah. were just shouting out to everybody. Of course they were. It was like, shout, they are. shout out. Um, I'm definitely not shouting out over them. Raider. Long drags. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag long drags. Yeah, um, uh, yeah I mean, <laughs> knowing both your work pretty... Well, like I'd say that I have seen a lot of it. Mm. There's something quite, I mean, it's two very different styles, but there's mm. something, I guess there's things that have got to come in. So there's the abstract thing. Mm-hmm. You guys mm. are big on abstracts. Yeah. Uh, there's something more so in, in uh, Ite ones, it's a bit like chaotic. Yeah. But then there's the uniting thing with with both of them for me at least there's there's a precision and like a there's an end product like form to it you know yeah te- process yeah yeah, yeah, process. yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. i mean it's just very controlled finish it's yeah, not like yeah, yeah. There's, it's oh, not that. it's not very loose and expressive in a lot of other ways yeah. people people yeah, do yeah, things you know, super, just like let the paint drip and do this yeah, we yeah, don't yeah. Need to do that nah all. nah fuck that do like, you find with that the do you feel precious about it? Like, would that be difficult to do? Or yeah, do you just not rate it that highly? Everything I paint, I think I do something. It, no one would ever fucking notice it. But I, you know, a tiny little splatter there or a tiny little drip here that I, you know, I would sand down something and paint over it, you know. Mm. Um, but like, I think it's that thing, like when I go to galleries and stuff, because I go, I, you know, I go to uh, not just sort of street art galleries, I'll go to other ones. And like you see paintings, I don't know, in Saatchi, for example, where it's a little bit more high art. And I don't like things that aren't uh, like executed yeah, cleanly. Yeah, a lot of like, stuff is just fucking lazy. It's kind of like an it, accident. Like, it's like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It, personally, with my stuff, it's, it's my, the way I work has been sculpted by my environment that I was working in. So mm-hmm. like I was always working in a bedroom, which I rented and I could get yeah. paint on the floor. So That's I did clean point. stuff. I didn't make a fucking mess. And then like, yeah, I lived yeah, in a really yeah. nice flat with Alst and like it, everything was fucking white and I no, couldn't make a mess. So I painted really clean and then like, no. And then I had, you know, the, the first studio that we were in together. Yeah. And even then, like was treading on people's yeah. toes. Didn't feel like I could make too much of a mess, yeah, you know, like yeah. didn't make a mess. And now, in this new studio, like probably shouldn't make a mess, but like have way more I'm space really, and feel yeah. like it. So we are actually pretty good, actually. We're pretty good, it. yeah. But but I, I feel like my work's getting way more 
that's the least with the last piece I've done it's getting way more ex like kind of loose and expressive yeah. and I'm definitely gonna that's why we got definitely gonna fuck with that but still maintain that control because I think there's like beauty and that like accidental stuff but then yeah, like yeah. reining it in so that it all looks like it's done on purpose you know yeah you've been, like, you've been putting more spray paint in yeah yeah but like Mars One and Damon Soul and a few of those kind of like crazy abstract artists that from like mm. from like San Francisco I think and stuff but yeah uh, further collective like those guys are insanely talented painters mm. but their stuff's really loose and it's like all accidental yeah, 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 kind of like yeah. purposeful stuff it's, it's really, yeah really of course sick. like i think i think i think obviously there's um like that a skill to sort of maintaining uh sort of more erratic materials i think yeah. that is sick yeah yeah um obviously but it's it's that yeah, it's the purposefulness of that. I always say that, like in art and design and stuff, just being purposeful with things. I think, I think for me, like balance and it being uh, pur just purposeful. You know, not doing doing everything for a reason. Mm. You know, um, or try to at least. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How important to you guys, um, considering there's that sort of aim to create like a neat like kind of nicely tied up finished product is that the the, the sellability like the commercial viability of it does that ever factor in or is it just like a personal sense of like this is the good shit or i mean yeah i, I never really sell paintings to be honest <laughs> i don't i don't don't sell them that often uh yeah so no, it's kind of more of an ocd thing for me to be honest yeah it's one of those just nice. like really get satisfaction out of like having stuff really right. clean and if it's not clean yeah. it pisses me off and I'll get really angry throughout but yeah. confirm that I get yeah, pissed yeah, off with yeah, stuff yeah. like yeah, yeah. you know it was like really frustrating if something's not working out and yeah that's probably the only form of OCD I have but it yeah. works just like it's like one upmanship so. like one upmanship on yourself you know? yeah yeah, yeah every single thing I do has to be better than yeah, the last exactly. thing if it's not then it, it's annoying yeah. and then you end up in this stupid place when you're really really neat yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like it's like yeah. you know, like I just have been progressively a bit happened to Gary. Yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. He's just resting. Yeah. yeah. Just, but that's I think you become calmer with it as well. Mm. Like especially commercial jobs. Like I, I remember my first commercial jobs being so stressful. Like just not knowing how things were gonna go. Um What was your what was your first commercial jobs? Uh, did some stuff with my first ever commercial job was with uh, Josh Dicker painting some things for Nando's or like a pitch, a pitch for Nando's or something. Shout out, Josh uh, Dicker. Yeah, <laughs> shout out. Um, how did that go? So how that was because I had I was helping someone. It, it, I guess it's the first jobs like um, saying so I've had a couple stressful ones with uh, with you guys before, um, but. Yeah, I guess it's the ones by yourself that uh, they, that's why the, the real sort of stress came out, I guess. Yeah. Mm. What, what is it that gets to you, like, the, is it the client expectation? Yeah, or is it I like just so. the undertaking, like literally shifting stuff down to site? And... Uh, I think, I mean, to be honest, I think I'm generally pretty calm. Um, but like, uh, I guess it's the, the the fact that you'd be letting someone down, you know, like if a client's expecting it to be executed in a certain way, or you're also expecting it. So I tend to find I'm a bit fussy in quite a lot of clients. Like, I want to finish it better than 
they expect it to be finished. Not all the time, obviously. It depends what sort of person it is, but um, yeah, I guess it's a bit of bit of both. Because you put work into it, so you want it to be good. Yeah. But yeah. I guess with the client thing, like if they're not specifically related to that, uh, you know, to art and yeah. painting, they're probably going to be just kind of amazed or less precious about things than yeah you are as yeah, like, yeah, yeah, uh, knowledgeable yeah 100% 100% um, and I think I think uh, but you, you get different types of people that you work well the types of people I work for tend to be like uh, you, a slight difference in budget will make them a lot fussier you know if they have that extra little bit to make it so they can design something four or five times instead of twice you know um, they tend to be a bit more fussy like the, the, a job me and Joker starting on Monday that we've been doing together, like, how long has that gone on for? That's just a couple months. Yeah. yeah. Shout out robots. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think seen <laughs> Dan so, uh, what, yeah. what are you doing? Painting a massive uh, robotic course on the wall with like light installations and stuff. It's yeah. going to be sick. It's, it's, it's going to be the best. Like the first kind of multimedia. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, hopefully it's going to be good. I'm, with neither of us have really. Well, you've you've done stuff with Bay. Yeah, I've a done a little bit of projection stuff, stuff before, like projection mapping installations and yeah. things like that, but never kind like of physical artwork. Yeah, with lights like, in it. Yeah, like uh, involving wires and. Drilling yeah, holes yeah, yeah. and all that kind of thing. Sink, sink galvanized trunking, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, um, how do you go about uh, kind of bagging those kind of jobs, man? Like, was it a progression? Um, like, you did some work for someone yeah. and then they introduced you to someone? Uh, like, how do you do no, it? No, I, I set up a company when I was uh, a student. Uh, you, you know, this is weird because you guys know all the story, but know you for so long. Um, but uh, I set up a, a company when I was a student uh, and won a business competition with it, like making t-shirts, obviously, because that's like the most original idea, uh, <laughs> you know. But it was, it was a well good experience, just like, and I've always kind of like had little projects going. And it's the same iteration of that t-shirt company is now developed into sort of a creative studio where... Uh, you, I guess having good digital marketing and a good website and knowing like I, I used to work in doing uh, content management and stuff and like I have an understanding of how to market things and how to brand things and and I've done a lot of random shit and it's just an amalgamation of work that's now in a point where people can will come to me and ask for stuff. Um, and you can go paint giant and then robot go, horses. Yeah, paint, and you know, it's 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 stuff like that. That's a perfect example. Like that, those people having the trust and the 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 vision to want to do something quite a lot more spectacular than I could ever do by myself. You know, putting that amount of time and mm. effort into designing something where that, that's what I kind of mean about the commercial work versus personal work like I've, we've done a lot of work on that you know like yeah um, you also made yeah it, it's, the, the original designs were sick like that yeah, yeah, crazy yeah. collaboration between yeah. Yeah, but that's what, we grew up kind of separately mm. we, well we have paint together that's what we're going on about but um, yeah you know they, they've given 
and the ability to like make a piece of artwork that will go into a portfolio that if presented the right way will then potentially convince other people that you can make other artwork with lights in it and yeah. stuff like that and you can just build things up you know just do all the little things and keep mm. adding to it and yeah. um develop the way you communicate it and shit yeah man. and it'll work out that sounds like an exciting project yeah it's good uh, what what point did you um decide like i'm gonna work for myself now uh well i kind of always liked the idea i guess but um i pretty much became unemployed by accident um because I, I left a that advertising agency, Liberty, shout out Liberty, they were sick. They did loads of awesome programs. They did somewhere to some the first things, yeah. like both of us painted it. Yeah, I did. They were sick. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they were sick, like working that little charity. Julian. Julian. Big up. Yeah, big up. <laughs> shout out. Um, yeah, they. So I left that job and then went, <laughs> got a job in some company, um, but they didn't really interview me that well. And turned up and there was an animation job and they're just like yeah can you animate this place I, like, I cannot animate like I fuck like no I don't have a job I uh, did that for like two weeks it didn't work out very well and then kind of was just picking up little bits and pieces over a couple months and I was just like fuck this like I'm just gonna go freelance but I, I, I freelance doing uh, digital marketing that's how I started because I had that skill set from working in um, like learning how to market shit I found that an easier skill set to sell than painting. Uh, and then I got more confidence with it, I guess. And then started knocking on people's doors, like, you know, wandering around the streets, knocking on people's doors. That works. If, if you want a job, if you're confident with it, you'll just go pick a high street, knock on all the businesses, pitch painting to them, and you'll get a job at some point. Yeah, yeah, well, I guess that's the beauty of London, really. 100%. Mm. Remember the, 100%. the shoe shop job? Yeah, isn't it? That was jokes. You were there when we got that. Yeah, that was sick. Yeah, and it's an example of it. What was that? That was like traditional, like, what was it Italian women's wedding shoes or something? Yeah, they were, yeah. They were, uh, Mary shoes. Shout out, Mary shoes. <laughs> I mentioned the shout out thing and now oh, it's just going to be a shout out to the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, um, yeah. yeah. I went freelance because I hated gardening and working in an Indian restaurant. <laughs> I, like, I can't fucking do this. I cannot do this for the rest of my life. <laughs> they dressed uh, you up as a chef and put you on the poster. Yeah, yeah, literally, yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah, I'm on the poster and the TV <laughs> flashing up on the high, well, on the main road and stuff. It's like, yeah. wait, what's the story behind this? So I had no work when I got back from uni, really broke, and uh, couldn't get any like you know applied to like Subway and just like anything in St Albans at the time, and so couldn't couldn't get any of them like reasonable like normal jobs and had to like wash dishes in this Indian restaurant and come home stinking of curry every evening and it was like my arms were yellow it was like it was really bad my arms just like cumin like was it cumin or turmeric turmeric yeah stained my arms it was like like they were lovely people but it was just one of them jobs where like no one should should yeah, do that you know yeah, it was like 100%. my hands were all cut up and obviously I need those for yeah, work and it was just yeah it was just really bad um yeah, so I did that for like eight months and was just like, fuck this, walked out one day. And then um, did gardening for a long time, was a landscape gardener. Uh, loved it. 
like really enjoyed it, but it did my back in and I just thought I can't dig holes for the rest of my mm. life because my body can't actually take it. And yeah, gardening was knackering on Yeah, it just, it was like, you know, it was like paid, paid gym, so I was in like good shape and I was enjoying being outside and I was with a bunch of really nice guys working, but I always knew I was going to do art stuff and just thought like I have to go through that phase of having absolutely no work and being really broke and just carrying on painting and being like determined one day something will work out yeah. and then I sold a painting to a guy for like a very reasonable sum That's of money sick yeah, that. and you, you did that Stoke job as well on that so, time didn't you that what? job in Stoke Newington yeah I did that yeah. job in Stoke Newington painted loading bar uh, did a big mural on the outside of that and it just kind of those two jobs enabled me to move into London oh yeah plus uh, I got a job in New York as well it all just kind of happened really quickly um, I got a job in New York as well where I went out with my friend Bertie, did some projection mapping in the World Trade Center on a big mural of mine and did a show out there and it was oh, just like crazy, crazy. this all just kind of happened, I was like way too early in my career, I really should not have been doing it, <laughs> you know, especially the New York thing, I feel like you know, I was way too immature and not ready for that, but it happened mm. and I did it and yeah. Yeah, it sounds yeah. quite prestigious, I definitely think it's a story worth sharing, because um, yeah. when you described to me about the was it the new World Trade Center building? Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to maybe try and paint a picture in the audience's head. Okay, what? so <clears throat> I had a friend, Sophia Choi, shout out Sophia Choi, um, who I went to school with. She was in my brother's year, like a couple of years below me in Korea, and she just ended up working in this gallery in New York called World Trade Gallery. Um, they're like a family-run gallery, kind of connected to the World Trade Center others. There's multiple buildings there now. That's like World Trade Center one through five, I think, or four. Yeah, so, so they had this project called uh, Towers to Streets that they decided to get a load of artists in to to paint um, like murals, and the, the one of the floor, the 69th floor, was was completely like like. Uh, empty like it had been gutted and it was just raw concrete yeah <laughs> so they got in loads of people they got in uh, ron english uh lauren whiteus who's like like paints with nitros a lot um a few other guys who are just like you know like crazy like ron english is so fucking famous he's a fucking mm -hmm. simpsons character like <laughs> you know he's like super famous and then there's there's me and this is like one of the biggest walls I painted. I painted the North Face, which was just huge, the North Face of the of the 69 World Trade. And um, my friend Bertie, I got him out to like projection map it. So he does crazy stuff like lighting stages and things like that. Mm. But also does all this crazy art stuff where he maps things, animates. So, yeah, he's my man. Yeah, he's sick. Um, so yeah, we went out to do that. Um, we were just up on the 69th floor of the World Trade, Trade Center, like alone with these crazy views of Brooklyn and Manhattan and it was just like the most surreal thing. I've still got photos, I look back on it, I'm like, when is another job like that going to come <laughs> in, you know, like I probably won't be for like another 10 or 15 years at least, or maybe never, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was just such an insane job. Um, so yeah, we got, we got paid, but then I went to Burning Man and, and, and like, made, so we made some money off the job, but uh, I went to Burning Man that same summer, I like, flew out to LA with Bertie, who had some work out there at Burning Man, so we did Burning Man and like, mm -hmm. had this crazy summer just running around in America. I did a few, went back to New York afterwards, did a few walls and stuff. And then there was a show as well uh, at the actual gallery where Ron English, there was like a retina piece hanging and like a few other things, you know, it was like, 
and then one of my pieces. And this was like one of my pieces, like probably like the fourth painting, big painting <laughs> yeah, yeah, that I'd, yeah, I'd yeah. ever really done. And I was really fucking stoned the whole time I did it. It took me like three months to do this like pretty shit painting. <laughs> you know, the kind of thing I could knock out in a day now. Mm. It, like I was so high that it took me that long. And that was what I showed like, you know, like, with all these other people, it was just crazy. It did was you feel like you kind of had, um, what's the imposter syndrome? You know, like people feel like they don't quite deserve. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I, I I remember things I said to people on the <laughs> night when they asked me about my work, and I'm just like, oh, for fuck's sake! Like, I yeah, it was just cringe. You know, like it was just so out of my depth. Um, yeah, but I was young, you know. I was yeah. like 25. I was like 25 or something. And, uh, um, yeah, I, think I was I was 25. You know, I was really young. And I think you're younger than that. Maybe 24. Yeah. I think maybe younger than that. No, it might have been 20. Yeah, I don't know. It was crazy. I shouldn't, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't have been there, bottom line. But yeah. I was, uh, yeah, it was just one of those mad things that just, you know, life just throws at you. You get that call one day and you just have to take it and grab it by the balls. And like, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, man. It, it sounds wicked. Time. Like, yeah. I remember you telling me that story for the first time. I was just like, I don't know. You can almost just imagine being there. Yeah. Uh, I think the closest I've been is just playing the Spider-Man game. Uh, <laughs> free roaming around yeah, yeah, real yeah, New York. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, uh, yeah. Was, the only time I went, I went to New York. It's an insane place. Yeah, I saw Ground Zero, which is pretty fucking gnarly. Mm. Like, my, it's kind of crazy. My, my, my uh, auntie and uncle moved out there like two days before 9-11 happened. And uh, like, of it, they lived in there for like uh, two years or something. My parents booked flights like a week after it happened. Flights were like a hundred pounds, so they just booked like flights for my whole family to go over there. But it was like six months after. Yeah, it was just a massive hole. It was mm. pretty fucking, you know, like loads of obviously messages of condolences and shit. Mm. It was very severe. Yeah, there's been no space like, what, now. Ground zero. It's just like huge, two huge holes in the ground. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty beautiful, but it's also quite hard. The so holes silent, are still so there. Yeah, they've, they've, they've the left tower, them as a, they've left them as like a shrine. They've just like I thought the new tower was built on top of them. No, the new tower's next to it. World ah, Trade One, which is also a crazy fucking building. If anyone ever seen that, that thing is yeah, insane. I've seen so photos of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, there's two, oh, there's two voids in the ground and you can't see the bottom of it standing on the edge. It's yeah, so yeah, deep, yeah. you're just, just out of your view. I could see it from there. I could see the bottom from like the 69th floor, but when you're yeah, there, it yeah, just looks yeah. like it goes on forever. It's, yeah, it's pretty sick. Yeah, it's really cool. Good yeah. That sounds pretty surreal. Yeah, yeah we had, crazy, um, shit. Traffic showed me uh, some photos the other day. It led up these uh, you know, proper printed photos and one was taken on September the 10th, uh, mm. which is just the two towers. Yeah. And he happened to be on a rooftop pretty nearby yeah, yeah, and yeah. has these amazing photos. Uh, I mean, you know, it, it's harrowing and yeah, 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 it's yeah. crazy, but it's pretty... Where that he'd taken? Yeah, yeah, off wow. the towers. That guy like, has seen so much well, yeah, shit. Yeah, like, fucking he's mad. He must yeah. be a alien or something. Yeah. He's just like, <laughs> yeah. teleports to like all the cool yeah, shit. Yeah, he's he's, like, he's like, an amazing story. But yeah, I remember um, really vividly like coming home from school and my mum was just watching TV and I was being... A, how, old, how old was I? Nine? Yeah, no, well, no, it was, yeah, 2001, so I was nine years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we were all um, Just about to turn 10, and I well just wanted to get home, watch some cartoons, 
Uh, and my mum's, you know, she watches a bit of TV, but she's not big on it. Yeah, yeah. I go home, she's just staring at the TV, and she's like, you need to watch this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is... My mum wouldn't let me watch it because there was people oh, jumping out of the building. Yeah, I think my dad called my mum and said, don't let the boys watch the TV because there's people jumping out of the building. I think it was obviously live on TV. I thought, I thought they denied that. People were jumping. I thought, that, I thought they only showed people... I actually know because you could hear the fucking fuds. Yeah. I know, you, you, you could, could see hear the video and the footage, man. Yeah, like, I thought it was denied it initially and they got they got photographs of people and it was like... You know, people were like, oh, it's just a desk or whatever. And then there was the photograph of the falling man that became sort of iconic. Like famous one. And he he just photographed people. Yeah, that series Uh, was pretty nice. Yeah, it was fucking probably one of the maddest series of photographs ever taken. Ever taken. Uh, I remember drawing it, though, like Like a couple of days later, just drawing... No, it's this. it's it's such a striking image of two huge Mm. buildings burning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, you know, just little kid drawing it, and then my teacher was like, "You can't draw that! Like, what the hell? Like, that's a really messed up thing to be drawing." And I'm like, "Well, Francis Bacon painting like the Parliament burning, and that's like some of the most amazing paintings, you know, to put a whole style." Mm. Yeah, she just shut the fuck up. I like the, <laughs> I like that you equated me to Francis Bacon. Yeah, I feel pretty, up, I feel pretty special about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, that, that's a crazy story, man. Working uh, yeah. in World Trade Center yeah. 1. Just remembered actually that project was for the 15th anniversary of that whole thing happening. Oh, fair play. It all came around. Yeah, yeah. I want to say, you mentioned Ron English, right? Mm-hmm. He's the guy who does the like model interpretations yeah. of like pop culture characters. Yeah. They've always, always got like a the big skull, cheesy kind of cheesy grin. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's crazy you're yeah. working with him, man. He's like, yeah, yeah. So he was at the show. He was in the he was there when I was painting as well. Uh, I met him at the show very briefly, but nice guy. Nice. Obviously, I didn't know what the fuck to say. Yeah, he probably was just like, "Who's this kid?" So, you know, yeah, it was, yeah. It was a very brief encounter. Just kind of like, "Hello, Ron. I'm Jake." Nice to meet you, Ron. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. Yeah, sweet. I guess that would be <laughs> weird. Um, yeah. Like a hard thing to top, I suppose. Yeah, like yeah nothing's, nothing's topped so that yet. Kind of five years, four years I, down the line, nothing's topped it. I personally don't believe in life it has like tops and bottoms and shit. Yeah, I mean, think you've that's like been on top of the World Trade Center. Yeah, yeah, I've been there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've been like, it, huh? <laughs> like I remember like cycling a bike down the road when I was like off my tits when I was like 16, like going on my face, being like, or 17, I guess. Uh, uh, and being like, this is the best thing ever. I'm never gonna top this. And like life, you know what I mean. It doesn't. There isn't. There isn't like. It's true. Yeah. There isn't a, a top point or a bottom point. It's all, you know. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. I suppose that was like the coolest thing that happened to me. But at the time, I was also like a really paranoid stoner, and like definitely was not that happy in my own skin. And like mm. life wasn't at that point. Apart from that project, was not going that great. And I was broke, and like nothing yeah, was coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like a little like oasis of like joy, yeah. but like actually my like, like, day to day. Yeah, you have a dog I have in the my studio now. Shit. Now I have a dog and I've been with my girlfriend yeah. for like six years, yeah, and like yeah, life yeah. is pretty perfect. Like yeah, yeah. I'm definitely happier and in a better place than I was while I was there, and you know. It's yeah, like, that's my point. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. No, no, tops or bottoms. Yeah. Richie, I, I already said it on a podcast I was listening to the other day. I was like, that is a fucking good point, Richard. Yeah. Fair play. No yeah. tops or bottoms. No tops or bottoms to life. It's just that, like, 
If, if, if something's at the, the, the top of it, then it makes everything else um, less important. Yeah. Well, isn't that essentially what bipolar is, right? It's where you, you have the highs and lows. Mm. Like you, yeah, but I think that's more of a psychological thing than a... Because it's, it's kind of... It, yeah, but, but that's, that's what I mean. Like, you kind of categorise it as you have these like, ridiculous highs of life and then you have these crushing lows. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't yeah, know. Sure. To be fair, I shouldn't speculate too much. I'm not a mental health <laughs> <Dangerous> professional. professional. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want to go beyond my remit. I was just... Um, yeah, I, I was just thinking aloud. Yeah. Um, cool. So, like, what what's... Uh, What's next for you guys, or do you do you have like a trajectory that you're working towards, or do you feel like you're in a sweet spot where like this is what I should be doing? You know, like I've got a cool house and doing mm. something I like. This is I want to keep it like this for the next few years. Or are you like I need to try and take over the world and do these ridiculous mm. art projects? I feel like there's always like a show to be done. There's always like like a body of work to be put together in that sense of like if you're trying to be a, an artist you painter like gallery guy then obviously you've always got that next step so like the next show is basically what I'm heading towards personally but mm. yeah, there's, yeah there's nowhere really like I want to be I'm just kind of content making and like being productive and you know yeah I think I do I do kind of plan for the future and developing and stuff but I don't know, like, a big thing for me this year was uh, getting a new studio, and yeah. that happened in February, so it's yeah. sweet. And, I'm, I, you know, I've had quite a lot of fun, interesting jobs, which I've been quite content with. I've been mm. doing a lot, like, trying to not take my own work as seriously, in a way, as well. Being a little bit, like, doing uh, quicker stuff, like, doing a lot of digital stuff, uh, drawing, you know, a little bit more... Uh, trying not to like rush things in terms of personal work just let it do its thing mm. um i think you know i think 27 is pretty young for an artist really yeah definitely. like artists aren't like musicians you don't need to like look pretty and like you know what i mean yeah. be be like a, a visual brand in your person it's yeah. just it's like yeah i guess you're not really like anonymity. How, how much anonymity do you try and take because some, some people you know like someone like Tizer is he is in the the forefront of his um, yeah 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 like Instagram page you know you know who Tizer is and, yeah, 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 and that's yeah. kind of almost part of him yeah yeah, how he yeah, yeah. portrays himself do you mm. do you try super hard to stay anonymous do you or how do you feel about that kind of stuff I don't care about being anonymous. I don't care about being famous. Yeah, I used to care about having my face on Instagram and stuff or whatever on platforms or like. But I just don't give a fuck. Yeah, I, I, I don't like, even. You know, I don't even do a little bit of illegal yeah. painting now and and what I do, like I'll. I think being the police kind of like we would, I'd like take the hit if any if it was the case. Do you know what I mean? I was like, like six account five. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I don't care about putting my face on it. Like on my posts, I'm not like everyone has to see my face. It's like mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot of there are some artists who literally take selfies and pop it on the thing. And like we were just talking about this earlier. Yeah, yeah, we were actually. Like take, take you know, like, yeah, there's like, just there's like female, yeah, there's like female <laughs> artists who 
who will like take a selfie, you know, and will get like 13,000 likes yeah, on yeah, well, selfie, I was, I was and then they'll post a piece of artwork and get like seven, yeah, yeah. 700 or something like that. Yeah, you know, I, so, like, I literally saw an example of yeah, what I was saying. And it's, it's like that whole kind of like posting, like literally attaching your face to your work, like I'm not that bothered about, like if I get attached to it, I don't care, if I'm not attached. Don't care. Do it like Albert said. Like I don't want to be really, really famous. I'd like to be successful in my practice. All my art to be famous. Yeah, well, that'd be sick. I'd like. I, I, I would. I would yeah. admit that. Like I'd, I'd like. I'd like to be a successful artist in my own yeah. right and have my own like paintings and shows. And yeah. but also, I guess that brings you a, um, a relative amount of fame yeah. and success. Brings you financial security. Or something. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Right. yeah. Just to be comfortable and happy. To be honest. It's yeah. Not yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's not like I, you know, like being so famous. I was listening to Joe Rogan earlier and they were talking about how fame is actually a hindrance in on your life. Like how yeah, people yeah, know yeah. what you look like. It's just a bother. Like no. that's, you know, that kind of level of fame is yeah, like, but that's not, it's not really achieved by many artists. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, not in yeah, the public yeah. eye. Like, you know, that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't want if people really properly knew exactly what he looked like day to day, but they don't really, he's not photographed yeah. off like much. Yeah, yeah. Like a couple of photos online. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but. but I think I think that's what my, my point was like. What I meant anyway was like I wouldn't mind like my artwork to be recognised. Yeah. But like me personally, I don't want my like photo every. You know what I mean? I don't. I'm not yeah. going to be going to like. You know, I wouldn't want to go to some. I don't, I don't know even what fucking celebrities do. I wouldn't end up on fucking Love Island or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Those crazy cats are doing. Yeah. Uh, Whatever the yeah. kids are doing. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, from my perspective, like, um, uh, doing photography and that kind of digital image creation, mm -hmm. and especially being physically behind a camera, mm. I, I'm never that fussed about putting myself in front of the lens. Mm. Uh, it's, it's a bit of a pet peeve I have. I mean, no no um, issue with like anybody who wants to uh... put themselves out there on their own <laughs> thing. But it's more like a general thing. Like, um, uh, so I was in the Natural History Museum and uh, you're kind of getting trailed through this bit where the dinosaurs are. And yeah. this woman in no, front no. of me Instead of reading any of the plaques or like actually looking at these amazing like dinosaur fossils and stuff, she just like was determined to try and take like the perfect selfie in front of every dinosaur. <laughs> and it really like almost like symbolically yeah. like her putting herself like taking a photo of it and documenting it is one thing, but putting yourself in front of that, it yeah. really annoys me because it's like, you're not the most interesting thing in this <laughs> natural history museum. You know? yeah. And like people are going to know that you were there if you post a photo. You can check in and whatever, but there's a certain part of selfie culture that uh, does drive me a bit nuts. Like, like, how, how many selfies can you possibly post? Yeah. How many selfies can you possibly look at or show people like, what are you doing this for? Yeah, yeah. I take photos like most days, mostly yeah. of work, but like, you know, you can't, like, of things, but mostly work, but I don't even look at the photos I take of my work, let alone yeah, if yeah. I was taking selfies, like, 
You don't look at photos of your work? Not really. really? I'll take, I'll, I'll, t- I'll, I'll use okay. one to post on Instagram or two to post on Instagram. But I don't literally like sit there at home like flicking through photos of my work ever. But if you're thinking you about know? it, like for example, yeah, you paint. Maybe like I'll use, like I should have just taken one photo rather than taking like five or six from different angles. I don't actually use those. Oh, look at that. Yeah, of you course, know? of course. Yeah, I document I it, yeah, but, but I don't need to. It's like not necessary. I just like, I've literally, my phone's just full up of memory like today. And I was just like, I've got so much shit on my phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, people are taking selfies and shit. I do, if yeah, I ever just like, fuck with that at all. yeah, if we're just pissing by on the street doing, doing a piece, if I, I'll take a photo of it and I'll look at it when I'm on like the train back or whatever and see what I could do mm. differently or see what's working, what's not. Yeah, like, I mean, it's like quite easy to stuff. look at, look at paintings on a phone. Yeah, yeah, because it kind of over it and see what's Condenses it. Yeah, it's a different yeah, Selfies are... Yeah. I struggle to take them, man. I, I don't... Because I, like, I don't yeah. never do it. It's actually... Smile so, like, selfies is just really boring. You, you don't, don't smile photos. Not really. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's like, a weird If you're not extremely happy, why would you smile in the first place? Because you look nice when you smile. Yeah, but... If you're taking a photo of yourself, does that? It doesn't. It doesn't spark happiness for me. So therefore, the fu- the smile is obviously fake, which is even weirder. To yeah. do a weird fake yeah. smile in a photo of yourself in front of a dinosaur. Oh yeah, and so apparently, like back in the day when cameras were first made, um, smiling wasn't really yeah. a big custom. Yeah, it was just like it was a normal so thing. Long. Just to it's like, like that movie with uh, Seth MacFarlane that he made. What's it called? Uh, a million ways to die in the West. Mm. Oh yeah, that's, that's, a, that's the a first guy terrible. to ever be taken a photo of smiling, and everyone's like, "He looked fucking crazy." Like, he's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He held the smile for like twenty-five seconds yeah, or so. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in that case, yeah. fucking sicker. Mm. Sicker. Um, so I think you guys are probably in quite a good position to maybe offer up a bit of advice to people who are. You know, a few years not down the line yet. You know, they're, they're, they've just come out of art school. They think they're hot shit. <laughs> they've set uh, up a t-shirt company. They've set up a t-shirt company. <laughs> you know, they've had people blowing smoke up their ass for a few years. So right, how good skateboard they are. around the street. <laughs> um, and now they're in the real world where they've got to pay their rent. Yeah. And uh, they might be feeling a bit disheartened. They might they might not be getting work. They might be mm. broke as fuck. Yeah. Um, what would you say to those people? It takes ages. <laughs> if you're still broke, four years in, that's normal. Yeah, you're not gonna get rich doing art unless you're one in ten thousand people doing it. You're I, not gonna I, get rich. Like you could you could you could do the agency thing. But both of kind us of have... like the studio, like you yeah. you are. Yeah, we we're, we're doing all right. But think about. Think about the number of people that went to art uni who are now not doing art. Yeah, that's true. You know, like all learn how to fucking spray much, paint. Pretty much that's my whole my whole class at university are not doing art now. Yeah, There's yeah, only like yeah. a select couple, like Chris, Mr. Krista, and like yeah, uh, maybe like radio. Yeah, so graffiti arts from Brighton, like a couple a couple of us, and he's you know. I don't think he's really doing art stuff. I think he's just painting fun, but yeah. he's still still active. Like, yeah, yeah, how yeah. many people are doing art who uh-huh. actually studied it? I'm, I'm not, you have I'm to you have to be really fucking persistent and believe that you can seriously make this your job. Yeah. But if you're even doubting it a little bit, like I'd say, it's an industry for you. Yeah. You know, you need to be like fully invested. 
Yeah, you do need to work hard, obviously. Super hard. hard I think, I think it's not yeah. a nine to five thing. It's like a 12 to 12, seven days a week. You know? Yeah. No, that, that's not true. Well, it was for a few years. It was just like yeah. every fucking day, just painting. Like, every like I think day. you should draw every day yeah. when you're learning. Yeah, that's it. That's work. Of course, you like, should sitting and drawing. But generally, I sat down and got. I work harder now than yeah. I have done ever, probably. Mm. Um. But no, I don't, sorry, I shouldn't, shouldn't be disagreeing with you. No, I just think like the amount of work that I've put in on weekends when I've already done yeah, like, five true, days in a course, week, you know, and course, it's like I've yeah. one Saturday, and I've done that like four weeks in a row. Yeah. Most people who work nine to five is kind of absolutely shattered, wouldn't then go to work on a weekend, but you have to be prepared to do that because that's what it takes. You know, yeah, you're not, not going to get anywhere unless you put in that like 110% into this. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you have to have the energy to do that. Yeah. yeah. Is there anything, um, any kind of practical tips that have like helped you? So it's that like, I don't know, like having a sellable skill. Or, yeah, learning or, how to spray paint. I think that's the best way to make. Look, to be yeah. fair, our friendship group maybe we hang around, we, we hang around lots of people we paint, so it might might be a bit jaded. But like, I think I think if you can if you can. Uh, paint something large on a wall and you can design something to be painted on a wall, you could probably find some work. But I think also diversifying your skill set, like, learn how to do loads of other shit. Like, you, you, th something that, like, art school lacks is it doesn't teach you how to, how to run a business, necessarily. Like, learn, you need to learn how to, like, market yourself, you need to learn how to communicate, you need to learn how to send emails, you need to, uh, you know, learn how to talk to clients. I think like work for me working a year in um somewhere like Liberty, like a really you know, it was like a little advertising agency. Um that was like it did like loads of um youth like uh sort of investment. It was like a what is it, um community investment company. So it ran loads of cool programmes and shit. But like that taught me a lot, that art school would never have taught me like just how to talk to people how to act like mm. i think that sort of stuff for me was really important um uh oh yeah learning how to spray paint is well good like learn how to do graphic design like if you can use photoshop you know what i mean like just do everything as well be able to do as much as you can you know that's right and you yeah. can you can learn skills all the time yeah 100% um, I mean I'm currently learning how to podcast yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know yeah. I'm probably going to look back on this in uh, a while and be like yeah, oh my yeah. god that was so shit like <laughs> how did I why did I record it like that and yeah. uh, why am I hosting like this and even from this is episode 7 now yeah. and even from the first one I feel like I'm improving Good. and this, mm. this audio foray is completely not what I've spent my last, like what, six years? You're a good diverse father though. You're pretty diverse, yeah. I, I like the diversity. Yeah, 100%. Something I quite enjoy, I mean this isn't really advice to anyone but it's more of just an insight for me. Uh, so I, working for Global Street Art, there's a lot of kind of up there, like top of your head thinking in terms of like digital things and clients and files and that kind of stuff. Uh, and I don't come from a painting background. So I really enjoy like the tactile, like setting up for a job and yeah, shifting stuff yeah, about, yeah. Uh, or, you know, even just buffing a wall. Um, 
the the process of get you know you've got this space and you need to evenly cover it with paint and you've got a mm. few chat you know yeah, the elements and that kind of thing yeah. the balance between that between the kind of physical side the grafting the kind of laboring part mm. of it uh which may be quite unattractive to some people they might want to keep their True. keep hands their hands clean, clean and mm. have the nice office but i think i think if i was just sitting at my computer editing all day I would go a bit mad. Yeah. Like, you need but, that kind of yeah, yeah. extra thing. Yeah. To, at least for me to be satisfied. And yeah, that's something yeah, yeah. I'm learning about myself hmm. um, just in the last few years, you I know. I think it's a modern perspective, man. Some of the worst advice I ever got given was uh, you need to specialise. Like, you need to specialise. You need yeah, to become a graphic designer. Too. You yeah. need to become... Or a illustrator. Or yeah. yeah. Be a marketer. Yeah. Like, be a, you know... Like, like teach you that in... Yeah. In, uni, in uni they don't teach you that all this shit's going to get thrown at you yeah they're just like you're going to go to a design firm and be an illustrator and that's like all they fucking teach you yeah 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 um, but yeah I think also that you wouldn't want to just pick me personally I wouldn't want to just paint every single day that would be mm. fucking exhausting like you I, I you work harder when you're on a site painting than if you're in a studio drawing you know like I, I do so much digital stuff as well. I literally just sit in a chair and on 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 a tablet, piano, you know. Yeah, I think there's a certain scale element to that as well, though. Like, if you're working on a site and you're painting a mural that's like, yeah, it's true, it's high, you're yeah. being in quite a, physical yeah, and active. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, unless yeah, you've yeah. got a ridiculous like warehouse studio, you're never yeah. going to paint something that big in the yeah, studio. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, putting up a scaff tower by yourself is fucking awful. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, this is awful. a good story. Talk about painting painting pictures in the listeners' heads. Uh, can you tell us, walk us through your experience with putting up a scaff tower solo? Ah, uh, uh, it's shit. Like, me and Jake do bare climb as well. I feel like I am got, got a V6 the other day. <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> There'll be like one climber, there's like one guy, like, like oh yeah. Yeah, smash, smash the black at strong arm. Uh, no, but like, yeah, I'm quite confident with, with heights and shit, but it's just prank because if, if, if anyone's put up a scaff tower, they'll know it. When you're putting it up, the, the two sides lean outwards, so it's, it's tricky when you're trying to hold them together and fix bits to the top of it. It's just a bit shit. Really? Is it a two-man job, or can it be? No, is it, I got, it is I got a, a two-man job. I got like, a small tower. One, yeah. It's designed. It's designed for one person to do it, but I. You I get a scaff tower on a job. Just pay your friend yeah, get to people. come down and help yeah. you set it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So save you breaking your neck or your legs or your back. Yeah, yeah. that that was. And then yeah. you look like a right cunt in front of the clients as well. Yeah. Like, well, no one was one. in as well, and I was in like this little like like a dropped like an anti balcony i call it you know mm. like a dropped yeah, garden, like basement garden yeah a basement yeah. garden so i was thinking like, if i fall like you know not myself unconscious <laughs> no one's gonna fucking find it'll me it'll be like you know? 27 hours away yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah definitely just get a mate to help you it'll be way 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 easier that, that was long as well because that person was going on holiday so they they left the scaff tower outside their house, because um, they didn't fucking pick it up. The scaff company, 
So she was like, I'm leaving outside the front of my house. I was like, yeah, but someone's going to nick it if you leave it outside the front of your house. She's like, well, I left it outside there yesterday, whatever. I was like, fuck, I'm going to have to go pick it up. I had to convince an Uber driver to put a scaff tower in the back of his car, which was <laughs> fucking good on that Uber driver. Shout out that Uber driver. Like, he was awesome. Did you give him a five-star rate? 100%. 100%. Yeah. Did you tip him? I think, I think... To be honest, I didn't. I, I don't think I did. I don't <laughs> think I did. I'm not blasted. I never I never think to that it's like automatic. I don't do that, I don't do yeah. I should do that. He was yeah. an absolute G. He proper sorted me out. Talking about um stuff getting nicked, do you guys meet Marcus Method? Yeah, yeah I know Marcus. Uh, yeah. Really lovely dude from Sheffield. Yeah, yeah. Um so he was doing a job and someone just stole the like the lift, like the oh, the cherry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you leave the key. So, oh I don't know what I don't know what went down. Keys, uh, um, I shouldn't say this. Keys are universal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's no, probably what that's, happened. That's, yeah, um, but I think he was saying luckily it was uh, it wasn't hired out under his name. It was under the client's name. Yeah, surely so. it's insured. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But imagine that, you no, show up, you show up to the second day of painting a job and your yeah. cherry picker's gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's big. It's quite expensive thing as well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, where do you where do you fence a fucking cherry picker, man? Like, who do you know you, who's going to take You drive it somewhere. Out? Like, you take it. I reckon someone's just got like a van and you just put whack it on the back of a, yeah. a, a truck or something, yeah. 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 Drive it down the road, cover it in bushes like ivy, whatever. I was cycling down the canal the other day and someone had obviously like the, the, their kids like toy car had broken down and they just chucked a load of sticks over the top of this like sort of pathetic camouflage. <laughs> I was going to take a photo and I didn't, I really regret it, it was well funny. Just so you can, wouldn't look at it again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we used to have a wicked thing, have you guys ever been geocaching? No. It's no. really cool. Um, it's actually it's not pretty cool (laughs) Uh, so it's basically it's loads of little kind of hidden parcels of just stuff all over the world Mm. Uh, and the idea is that you can go on this website and get the coordinates for these things uh, and then go on a little like treasure hunt who's hiding them well other geocaches that's the thing so there's there's small ones up to like people who are well into it and like leave cars in like uh, containers and stuff for people to find so it's, it's kind of like a um, a website for treasure hunting, but it's like a community of like... Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. pretty cool idea. That is pretty cool idea. Uh, but when, <laughs> yeah. I was, when I was growing <laughs> up... pretty sick. Uh, it's it's, it's, it's related to the hiding sick. stuff under wings. Um, <laughs> under what? When I was growing up, there was one uh, in this woodland path, and it was so cool. So it was basically like the inner... You know the kind of way like a tree's got quite like uh, wide roots and there's little kind of holes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in one of them, there was a Tupperware container <coughs> that had like a, a fake rock glued to the lid. <laughs> so you like buried it in a certain yeah, way yeah, and yeah, it just looks like a rock at the bottom yeah, of the tree. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'd go there all the time and you'd just open it up and there'd be like, I mean, you know, not cool shit, like lame stuff. <laughs> to <laughs> like, a, like a key ring or, <laughs> or a turd. <laughs> <laughs> you get to um, a certain age you go from like an 8 year old sort of developing through to like an 11 year old and that's when you begin putting shit in it yeah. yeah yeah they put shit in it I mean I'm from, I'm from a nice place it was uh, you know people, people just left like little well you um, never like pooed off like, a staircase man. I never pooed off a staircase no 
No, you're talking about that. Being in Wales, um, shitting in the woods, man. Yeah, shitting in the woods. Fully rated. Fully rated. Mate, you need to go for a nature bath. Nature bath. You need yeah. to. You need to have a little. Go. Yeah, the stream. Yeah. Go, um, go have a little little wash in the stream. A wash in the stream. Feel <laughs> <laughs> that one. Ah, <laughs> uh, sweet. Well, to be fair, we've done an hour and a quarter. An hour um, and a quarter. And I wanted to do okay. between an hour and an hour and a half. That was so, pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, I think it's pretty good. Have yeah. you guys got any more burning things you want to hmm. get off your chest? Because we've we've oh, gone really? through more or less it's all like, the notes that I have. Yeah. We well, go. you guys can't see it, but Matt and Jake both ginger. This is true. Why are we doing a podcast and not yeah. a video podcast? I'm in a room by myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't want to be made fun of, so yeah. we're. Um, we're hiding ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> we've, got, we've got radio, radio faces. Um, yeah, sweet. Okay. <laughs> Just see it, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so the, the classic thing that we do at the end of these um, is if people want to find your stuff, where, where's the best thing? Where can they find your work? Uh, they can find it. I'm, I only, I'm fucking useless at using uh, social media, but uh, Agua. A G W A dot underscore. That's right. Sexy. Dot underscore. Dot underscore. Yeah. Sexy. On Instagram. On Instagram. Yeah. Uh, and beamstudio.co.uk If you're interested in commercial work. Oh. Yeah. Um, Jake. Uh, I'm on Instagram. Uh, is I T A E W O N underscore 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 underscore. Um, yeah, that's my Instagram, and then. Uh, my website is etay1.gallery, so www.etay1.gallery. Uh, loads of paintings, a bit about the New York project, uh, my online shop. If you have a bits and bobs to have a read over. Yeah. That was a fucking great sign off, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was. Do you want to redo yours? I think there's yours to share. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't want to redo it. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, let's in the description, isn't it? Um, <laughs> Yeah, well, wicked. Thank you, guys. This is always fun. Yeah. Um, I'm sure as we do more of these, the quality is going to get better. We're going to learn. Uh, I think yeah. it's been pretty wicked having these uh, mics of us. Yeah, the mics yeah. are pretty cool. Yeah. I'm not sure about the circular things. I feel like they intrude in the No, that the just stops it, like, yeah. being... That, I feel like, like I can't see yeah. that, like, spitty sound. It's, it's really pop-y. annoying when, like, when you know, people when you hear someone like... Mm. When they fucking talk, it's really irritating. Or if you're like a hip hop show, yeah. and so like that kind of breath on the mic. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is quite useful for the sound quality. <laughs> you can give it a few pops if you want to. Um, <laughs> and yeah, thank you to everybody listening. Um, yeah. I hope uh, you're enjoying these as much mm. as we're enjoying making them. It's pretty wicked. Yeah, thank you, Bourbon um, Street Art and Matt for hosting as yeah. well. I appreciate sh- it. Sh- shout out to Matt. Shout out to G- Matt. Ginger, please. Please. Oh yeah, uh, Ginger Pete. Yeah, yeah, if you want to find any of my work, um, Instagram's the place to go. It's at Ginger Please. That's G-I-N-G-A-P-L-Z. Um, yeah, you'll you'll get to know what I do. Uh, and <laughs> commercial inquiries, yeah, hit me up. Uh, peace. <laughs> Sweet, <guys. laughs>